Hey, and welcome to Epistle, a devotional podcast that goes through the New Testament one book at a time. You know the deal. We are in Luke chapter 11 today, starting in verse 33. No one lights a lamp and then hides it or puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where its light can be seen by all who enter the house. Your eye is like the lamp that provides light for your body. When your eye is healthy, your whole body is filled with light. But when it is unhealthy, your body is filled with darkness. Make sure that the light you think you have is not actually darkness. If you are filled with light, with no dark corners, then your whole life will be radiant, as though a floodlight were filling you with light. As Jesus was speaking, one of the Pharisees invited him home for a meal. So when he went in and took his place at the table, his host was amazed to see that he sat down to eat without first performing the hand-washing ceremony required by Jewish custom. Then the Lord said to him, You Pharisees are so careful to clean the outside of the cup and the dish, but inside you are filthy, full of greed and wickedness. Fools, didn't God make the inside as well as the outside? So clean the inside by giving gifts to the poor, and you will be clean all over. What sorrows await you, Pharisees? For you are careful to tithe even the tiniest income from your herb gardens, but you ignore justice and love the love of God. You should tithe, yes, but do not neglect the more important things. What sorrow awaits you, Pharisee? For you love to sit in the seats of honor in the synagogues and receive the respectful greetings as you walk in the marketplaces. Yes, what sorrow awaits you? For you are like hidden graves in a field. People walk over them without knowing the corruption they are stepping on. Again, Luke parallels the Sermon on the Mount as we look at these passages today. And I don't think this is an invitation for us to criticize the Bible's inaccuracies. It does raise a question here about why Luke records these teachings so late in his gospel compared to Matthew, who very early on in Jesus' ministry records these teachings. It is very likely that Jesus is repeating his teachings here in the southern part of the nation of Israel. But I don't think, again, this is an invitation for us to look and say, oh, the Bible is just inaccurate. Look at all the differences. This is a sign here of the consistency of Jesus' teaching. This is likely a teaching he would have repeated, especially given the fact that he is in a different part of the country. It's significant to remember this specific teaching about us being the light in uh, the world around us, that people would see the light because Jesus, as we're coming up in John's gospel here, Jesus makes another statement about him being the light of the world. And it's an incredible connection to this passage and this teaching because as Jesus is the light of the world, it is a reminder for us that as his followers, as his disciples, we bear that same light to the world around us. Again, it's an invitation here, and Jesus gets into it with the Pharisees a little bit here to make sure that the light we have is actually light, right? Even though it may look like it's light, uh, make sure that it's not darkness. Make sure that the good things that you're thinking that you're doing aren't actually bad things, which is what Jesus calls out the Pharisees for. It's interesting that the Pharisees invite Jesus over to a meal too, isn't it, right? Because we've seen plenty of signs that they do not like him. They are trying to silence him permanently. So why invite Jesus over for a meal? And it's a, it points out a cultural tradition that is taking place in a historical tradition as well. This is an opportunity for 
people to show off by having popular or influential people come over to their house. For this Pharisee, this is an act of boosting their own status. So this Pharisee, in an act of trying to elevate himself amongst his peers, invites Jesus over for a meal. Jesus and this Pharisee don't enter a playground argument here, right? So as we see this interaction in the second part of the passages that we're looking at today, this is not one Pharisee saying, well, you didn't wash your hands. And then Jesus responds with saying, oh yeah, well, you guys don't. And this is not a back and forth, right? A playground argument. They are looking, again, for any infraction from Jesus, any little hint that he might disregard the law that Moses gave them. Jesus even though he doesn't participate in this ritual hand-washing, points out the faults, and he doesn't sin by not participating in that. Jesus points out the faults of the Pharisees here, right? And he points out, first off, that they are very careful with their tithing. But as they tithe, they fail and they miss the pursuit of justice and mercy. Jesus is saying, yes, tithing is obviously important. There's a Take a look at the book of Malachi, and God very clearly states that how have the people of Israel robbed him? In their tithes and offerings. There's a whole line of thought and teachings, and we could get into a whole series on tithing in the Bible, and we might get into that a little bit. But as Jesus points out, you're so careful about tithing, but you miss the pursuit of justice and mercy for the people around you. And at the same time, they're so prideful and they want these key seats, right? How many of you, uh, when you're riding in your parents' vehicle or even in your friend's vehicle, you want that prime seat, right? That shotgun, the, the passenger seat. You want the control of the aux cable. You want to be able to have your own window, to be able to look out. You want your own space. That's prime real estate as far as sitting in a spot. And, you know, maybe that's a, a good spot at the workplace. Maybe that's a, a good seat at school, wherever that might be. This is the Pharisees' equivalent of this. They want the good seats in the synagogue. And Jesus says, you're so careful and you, you so prioritize this that you don't recognize the evil and the pride that's in your own hearts. And the Pharisees respond to this, especially the host that is having Jesus over the, for this meal. And Jesus, they, they respond to this, believe it or not, uh, with a little bit of offense. They say, you, you are insulting us. And we'll get into that in the next episode. But I think this is a chance for us to, to consider our own lives, to consider how we may view what we're doing as something that is filled with light, but instead is actually darkness. So it's an invitation for us to pause, to think about the sin that's in our own lives, and to when we find out how much we sin, to take this opportunity to confess that sin before God. Thanks for listening to Epistle. You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram page at E underscore Pistol. You can find all of the episodes for this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.